So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have a phenomenal, phenomenal episode lined up for you here, right here, right now, tonight. The one and only Paula Allen is here right now. She's waiting in the wings. She's scratching at the monitor saying, let me in. And she's going to be on here very, very soon. I cannot wait for you to meet her. She's an amazing young woman. She's got such great energy and very astute as an entrepreneur and a successful businesswoman. So, and that is the purpose of this show. The Mind Body Business Show is something that I came up with for the distinct purpose of bringing on people like Paula, very successful entrepreneurs from all over the world, and then extract their secrets to their success, what has gotten them to the level they are at today, so that you can simply take notes, definitely take a lot of notes. And then when the show is completed is to take action on those notes. And all you need to simply do is model. That's it. Model. That means copy. Copy what Paula has done in her business to become successful. It's that simple. We don't need to make this any more difficult than we are already making it, do we? Yes, because every one of us wants to wants to just live in our ego and say, I can do it all myself. And yeah, you you can. You I'm certain of it. You can, I can, but why go through the hat the heck? I'm not gonna say the other word. Why go through all that? Uh and and spend 10 years reaching to achieve success when you could do it in a fraction of that time, maybe three, by modeling others who have already achieved success. It's really simple. Other people have done this many, many, many times over. There is no need ever. For us to try to reinvent the wheel so the mind body business show is really your recipe to success by all you have to do is come on and watch and engage oh yes i love engagement so i love questions i love uh people making comments and we'll give you shout outs during the show and by the way if you're listening to this on a podcast or you're watching the recorded version of this show i would love to invite you to come and join us live each and every week we go on at least one night a week sometimes two all you need to do is go to themindbodybusinessshow.com. It's a lot, themindbodybusinessshow.com. And you'll find buttons all throughout the page as you scroll that says how and where to watch. Click any one of those and then register. We sell nothing to you. In fact, we give you a $300 hotel discount card just for opting in. And all we're going to do is announce to you when we go live the next time with a link directly in the email. All you do is click it and you're on, you're watching, and you can engage with us directly. Sound cool? All right. Yes, and the Mind Body Business Show, it is about what I call the three pillars of success, and they are part of the very name of the show. One being mind, and that stands for mindset. Over the course of about 10 years or so, I studied only successful people, and I found these were common traits amongst them all. And mindset, when, when it comes to mindset, they each had a very powerful positive and most importantly flexible mindset and body that literally means that these very successful people took care of themselves both physically and nutritionally uh, 
And then business. Business is so multifaceted. Uh, what that means is each of these very successful individuals had mastered the necessary skill sets that are needed to build a successful, thriving, and scaling business. Uh, Skill sets like marketing, sales, team building, leadership, systematizing, I could keep going for quite some time. The good news is you don't have to master every single one. In fact, you probably couldn't in one lifetime. There's too many. <laughs> the good news is if you just master one of those that I just mentioned, it was actually in that, that little list of many. If you master this one skill set, then you can easily leverage and bring on people who have the skills that you have yet to acquire or maybe never will acquire and that one skill set is the skill set of leadership once you've and you don't really even have to have master uh completely mastered leadership you can do it as you're going through the journey think about leading yourself if you don't have anybody on your team already and work on leadership get books on leadership start learning about it. that is the most important skill set you can learn to build and grow your business bar none so there's your gift for tonight from me to you there you go we have lots of gifts for you speaking of gifts very successful people another interesting thing that i found true of them is to a person they were all very avid readers of books and with that i want to segue very briefly to a segment i call bookmarks and then we'll bring paula right on here we go stay with us Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. There you see ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Now, a real quick word of advice is rather than click away and go looking at resources, because I'll tell you, I know Paula's going to have a lot of them for us tonight. Instead of going off and clicking and looking at those and, and, and bringing that information into your focus, Rather than do that, write them down, just write them down and keep your focus on Paula because I would hate for you to miss that one golden nugget that she will have many of that could change your life forever. And I would hate for you to miss it because you're off perusing one of the websites that you've learned about here tonight or maybe a book that is mentioned. So write everything down and visit it after the show is over. The magic happens in the room, as they say. So that is my soapbox moment. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com is a site that I had my team develop specifically with you in mind because I myself was not even a voracious reader until about the age of 47, which is about 11 years ago. I know, you're all doing the math. That was an easy one. And uh, uh, what I found, what, though, once I began reading and I started reading using Audible, I, it was a at the time a fairly new app. And I, I was like, wow, I can listen to books all day long. I did, didn't realize that I didn't even like reading them with my eyeballs. I guess I got strained. I don't know. I just didn't. I never read, but I'll listen all day long. And so this is a compilation of books of all different kinds. You can read them. You can listen to them. You can put them on Kindle. Um, it, the purpose of this is not to sell you a book or any books. It is to give you a resource of books that I personally have read every single book on this website, and there's actually quite a few more I need to add. But each and every one of these books had a pro profound effect on me, either in business or my personal life or both. Not every book I've ever read is on this list uh, that, yeah, they're, they're just not. And so this is just a one-stop shop. They're in no particular order. <laughs> uh, they're, they're not alphabetic. They're not by author. They're not by subject. They're not by anything. They just are put in there ad hoc and just scroll through it, pick the first one that resonates with you, go get it at your favorite bookstore, 
on Amazon, wherever you want. You don't have to get it from this website. Again, this is not for the purpose of making money. It is a resource for you to pick up the next great read and at least have some degree of certainty that it will not be a waste of your time because at least one other successful entrepreneur bets it. There you go. Another gift for you. Speaking of gifts, I got the greatest gift of all. You want to know what that is? It's not a what, it's a who. It's Paula Allen. She's coming on right now. Here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only Paula Allen. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Paula, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. I love it. Yeah. There you go. You got your accent right. Nice. Please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. There's a I lot of Californians that. here. It's okay. <laughs> you can speak. <laughs> you don't have to have an accent. Do Californians have an accent? No. <laughs> They do to Nashvillians. No, not really. They don't have an accent is the problem. <laughs> well, hey, uh, Paula, real quick, I got to do a little bit of housekeeping, get a few uh, um, sponsors uh, out of the way, not out of the way, but in people's uh, uh, consciousness and knowing that they're awesome people. The Big Insider Secrets being one of them, and that is that red and white stamp right over your left shoulder on the upper right of the screen for those of you watching. Again, if you're not watching live, just go to themindbodybusinessshow.com and register for the next one. And you can come on and watch live and interact with us and chat. And the Big Insider Secrets, what have they done? They have given us the ability to give away every single show a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. And you won't believe how many there are to choose from all over the world. All because of the Big Insider Secrets. Jason Nast, my really good friend, has made this uh, possible for us. You do not want to miss that. How do you enter? You have to stay on watching live until the end when I announce how you can enter to win. That's it. So it's our, a nice little bribe to keep you with us. But you really don't need that bribe when you have people like Paula here. I, I kid you not. And here's a couple more. and We'll bring back Paula and we'll get busy. So if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you, while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people, just like Paula Allen, not kidding, and grow your business all at the same time, then write this down, carpetbombmarketing.com. Then head on over to that after the conclusion of tonight's show, Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And you can get a free lifetime membership to something called the Reach Your Peak Club, your free membership includes instant access to deep discounts on major software services and top shelf training courses you need to run your successful business. So think of it as your entrepreneur discount house. Catapult your business to the next level. Sign up for free now and get a hotel discount card, another one worth $200 just for joining. These are legit. I've literally used these cards. So then you can, after you do that, go in and grab your deep discounts login. So write this down after the show, head on over to reachyourpeakclub.com, reachyourpeakclub.com. And now it's time to bring back the woman of the hour. Yes, here she is, ladies and gentlemen, it is Paula Allen once again. So we're going to give you the introductor introduction you deserve. Does that sound good, Paula? That sounds great. <laughs> and then I will, I'm definitely going to, you know, introduce you 
ask you that first question. I'm going to stop yakking for a while because I'm getting tired already. I've been talking for a long time. Paula <laughs> Allen is a over 15 year online entrepreneur. Her experience includes a transcription company that grew to six figures in 16 months. Impressive. A travel agency, a virtual assistant business, and an online business manager. She is a mentor and a strategist to virtual assistants and entrepreneurs. Oh, we're going to have some fun tonight. Paula's years of varied experience have taught her two things. Entrepreneurs need to get out of the day-to-day -day running of their business. That's number one but often find partnering with good help is a challenge and virtual assistants are out there looking for work and need support and mentoring by someone who has been there, done that, and can teach them how to fill their schedule and their pocketbooks. Entrepreneurs and virtual assistants are the perfect match when they know the ropes and Paula works with both to build great relationships. These great relationships are changing the world of business. Boom, powerful. I love it. And so what I like to open with on each and every show, Paula, is um, I, I am a firm believer that each of us individually, our level of success or lack thereof is 100% due to our own what's going on in between our ears, what's going on in our brains. And I see you're nodding in, in emphatic agreement. And so yes. what I like to find out right off the offset is you've been doing this a long time, over 15 years. And so as an entrepreneur, you know, days we are problem solvers we are built to to solve problems that means every day is not a walk in the park it is the opposite yeah. we are doing nothing but solving problems and issues <laughs> so for you knowing that every single day it's either repeating problems that just need to be solved every time or they're brand new ones that crop up you know it's an arduous task you gotta take care of it what is it that's going on in your beautiful brain paula when you get up in the morning that is keeping you driven, keeping you motivated to keep going every day consistently, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out. What is that for you? What is going on in there? I like to say that I don't think it's problems. I don't look at them as problems. I, I look at it as, um, as solutions, right? There's a solution to everything that happens and there's a strategic and organized way to do that. And so I think I actually like the challenge of getting up and having something to go, okay, I'm going to figure this out today. I'm a tech person, as you know. And um, so looking at the tech part, which is where a lot of entrepreneurs get stopped okay. you know, is in the tech stuff, as you know, Brian, is, um, is actually what motivates me. It's actually what made me start doing the virtual assistant from the transcription, I when I when I molded into more of a virtual assistant world, it was because of the tech issues that all these entrepreneurs were having to get their stuff out. And I was like, I'm gonna figure this out. And so and so yeah, and that was in the in the late like it was like 2009, 2010, right? So tech was a lot different then. <laughs> a lot, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's come a long way. I'm a former software engineer. We're we're like two peas in a pod here. This is gonna be we're gonna geek out on everybody tonight. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it in layman's terms if, if we can if we can hold ourselves to do that. <laughs> if not, write in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Please translate. translate. <laughs> yeah, please translate. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I see that. Oh my gosh, how many times do you you run into somebody, especially now with Zoom, and we're all on camera all the time, and you start bringing up issues of automation and tech, and you can see the fear in their eyes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, and you're like, oh, don't worry, we can, I can help you with this, <laughs> and it, it's and it's you don't rightful. have to do it yourself, most of it, right? Exactly, that's the one-two punch. You know, first is, you know, there are so many, so many tools out there, 
just to pick one to start is is just daunting, right? Yes. For a lot of people. Which one do I start with? Well, if they come to somebody like you or myself, they then know that at least we've we've tried quite a few. I'm sure you have. I always say I'm the chief button pusher. I'll push the buttons on all of them. I do the, the, the 30 day trial tester, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it doesn't it it doesn't for I'm sure you agree. It doesn't take anywhere near 30 days to figure out, oh, no more of that one. Or mm -hmm. hey, I'm like it's not this. ready yet. A lot of times they're just not ready. Yes. Yet. Yes. I'm not ready for the market yet, especially because I get a lot of monopsoma, right? So <laughs> it's interesting. Some of them never are. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not here to name names or, but there was one I was a beta tester for. This is years ago. It's still running. It's still a lot of people use it, but it still does not work. And yeah. I'm like, what is, why? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's because of, that's because of literally because of the things you teach, like mm -hmm. putting in systems together, standard operating procedures. These companies that aren't making it don't have that in place. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. It's obvious. If they just would follow some simple strategies like you teach, they could be so much better off in my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one of the things I'm I'm really excited to talk to you about on this is, you know, both that you're into tech and that you're into systems. And yeah. they're both so vitally important. You know, a lot of people say, well, should I automate or should I concentrate more on personal connection and working with people? Which one should I concentrate on? What, what would your answer be to that, Paula? Probably the same as yours, both, <laughs> right? You automate what you can as much as you can. And then because that gives you a lot more time for your personal connections, which is where you want to be sitting as a business owner anyway. You know, that got my, my juices going. That is a bomb dropping <laughs> moment. If there ever right. was one right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's an early drop right there. Smart there bombs, go. bombs of wisdom, knowledge bombs. Definitely. Yeah, both. You're, that's exactly what I say. You know, <laughs> a lot of people are just, they're one or the other. Some say, well, if you automate, you're taking jobs away from people. It's like, you know, I say no. What I'm doing is I'm making my business more efficient. I'm taking away the mundane tasks from the people I've hired, and I'm giving them more empowering tasks that will help them in their career. It's the opposite that's actually occurring. Yeah. Automation is helping them to advance their knowledge, not decrease the number of people I'm employing. What's your take? Yeah, I don't, I've never gotten rid of somebody because I automated, you know, it's like, um, usually it's bringing in more people because now I've got more, I have more to automate, right? So it's like, um, automation is amazing. And there's always more, more to do in a business is always more to do. There's, if you're not, if you don't have anything more to do, you're not in business. So that, that is there's so true. always more to do. Oh my gosh. My, my airplane's going to run out of bombs tonight. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> that, that it's so true and you know i'm constantly maybe i want to ask you if you do the same thing i mean i'm constantly constantly looking for ways to improve any automation i built or have my team work on and it's never static it's all you know something i built that's i built three years it took me three years to build a particular very massive very complex automation and I'm in there tweaking it nearly every single week. Do you do you find yourself doing something similar? Yeah. Yeah, because things change, right? I mean, this is especially this online world, it changes so fast. And <laughs> the marketing, even your message changes yes. and things like that. So you do always have to go back to them and change them. But if you have them all in a system, you know where those are and you can go find them and <laughs> you can get it done pretty easily. <laughs> It's so exciting to know that you can just you can come up with a system, put together a system, and it doesn't need to be that complex. Uh, as simple as putting up folders on Google Drive that your team can access with checklists and and 
you know, like spreadsheet types checklists, but with links that go to videos that give them the how-to to do everything. I mean, it's so much easier these days. I don't know if you're old enough, Paula. I know I am. But back in the day, when we first start a new job, what would they give you? They'd give that, you this that manual. Employee like that. manual. Yes. <laughs> I've only had one job outside of entrepreneurship, but <laughs> yeah, that employee manual was uh, daunting. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to get my heads, my eyes back from looking in the back of my head because I was like, oh my God, no, I don't want to read this. <laughs> I was like I opened with I don't I don't like reading apparently I didn't know it but <laughs> oh I hate it I that. do but not that stuff that's no fun <laughs> yeah it was like it was more like literally I would look at him just can you just show me I don't want to read this I mean reading is nothing I mean it's on the job OJT on the job training and the beautiful thing with technology I mean I was doing this years ago Paula when I would look for if I would submit support requests I'm sure you've done many of those with tech mm -hmm. uh I was shooting video long before Loom existed. It was Camtasia and other tools. And I would send them a link to that. I'd upload it to YouTube. I did it the old way. Yeah. I feel That's what we did. We uploaded it to YouTube. Years yeah. ago. And they yeah. just keep it unlisted and give them mm -hmm. the link. But it was so much easier than saying with words, typewritten words. Well, I clicked on the pull down under home. And then I went to the sub menu that said, contact us and from there i got to this form and that form they had a pull and i was like oh gosh shoot me uh but now with video yeah. it, it just you get to the solution with one iteration or two max anymore mm -hmm. but if they can't follow instructions and listen to your voice and see what the problem is which unbelievably they still have that i still have those issues sometimes but it just gets you to the solution so much faster yeah. Well, I, and I, I mean, I do have a degree in child development, so I will say that you need to hit all three levels of learning, right? All three things of learning, and that does, right? So you've got audio, <laughs> visual, and kinesthetic where they can do it and watch it and do it. So Yeah, and, and that's been my primary mode of communication with VAs. Like mm -hmm. how often I have heard this so many times, and I one of the reasons I resisted getting VAs like overseas, they would be a different time zone. And so I would issue my problem to them, my challenge, or I want you to do something, I don't hear back or see the result till the next day. If they get it wrong, it's gonna be a whole nother day because I'm gonna respond to them again while they're sleeping and they're gonna do the work while I'm, I'm asleep. Well, if you do a video and you show them, it's done and it's usually done properly. The, and the, the cool thing is, is you put it in, it's done the next day, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it, it's just a godsend. So I'm curious about, so you you put entrepreneurs and VAs together and do you train them on how to work more synergistically? What is what does that involve? I have. I've um I've done it a lot of different ways. And so um, I mean, I've been a mentor. I've I've actually worked in this field for a long, long time. So um, but yeah, I've built teams, I've helped entrepreneurs build their teams and make and and help. A lot of times what it is is getting it out of the entrepreneur brain and into the VA's head, right? That's the that's the gap right there that we're trying to fill, right? <laughs> and so a lot of times it's just teaching them how to work together, um, working, you know, and how to show up. I always talk with my VAs about how do you show up? You know, mm -hmm. Like, do you show up as a leader? I love that you talked about leadership right at the beginning because I'm a I'm a big leadership advocate. And um, and it's like you show up as a leader. You're a partner with them. Right. You're partnering, helping them build their business. And so you need to show up as their partner with your own set of, hey, this is what I see. 
what can we go, you know, oh, here's a system that maybe we can use. Let's work on this together, you know, and that, and that can be done in video overnight, you know, in different countries and everything. It's so cool that nowadays the way the communication works. Uh, I love, I love what I'm hearing here. This is uh, music to my ears, literally, uh, because I used to go, I used to, I had apprentice before I got my, I, I was telling you, I pulled up my big boy pants like a year and a half ago. Before that, I, I had apprentices that I worked with for about three years. And each apprentice by design was only yours for 90 days. And then they're done forever. And so I learned very quickly how to become an effective leader and also how to get them the most uh, that they came for. They came to learn marketing and they made zero dollars. I just paid for a, a matchmaking, if you will, kind mm -hmm. of a site. And yeah. I learned so much. The beautiful thing is I, from that moment, I always told them, and I've, I've used this from now, uh, I will use it forever, is they don't work for me. They work with me. Right. And I reveal more things about what's going on in my business than most people would because they're all worried about, oh, they're going to steal my information. I'm like, yeah, they too, need right? to know your information because that way they can better project your culture and what is going, if they know what's coming down the pike, it just keeps them more prepared. Plus, I told my VA that I have now, my primary one, she's freaking awesome. I said, I want to train you so that you will have the ability to leave me. Right. And and then I would say, you can never leave me, though. You get that, right? And she would <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want her to, but right? I want to train her I actually so well. just did that. I, I don't know if this is a good time to put this in, but I just, I actually did that. I started working with somebody about six years ago now, and she was probably making a couple hundred thousand a year, you know, in her business as, sale, as a sales coach, doing all the things. And and um, I helped her grow that business and it was over 2 million when I left and I left because she changed the way she was doing business. Um, and it was only because it just didn't fit anymore with me not wanting to be an employee. I, I'm mm -hmm. not a good employee. If you, and so she was moving it into an employee and it was absolutely perfect for her business to do that. And I, I, I helped her get all that set up, helped her find the people, do all the things. But we were able to grow the business in that time and put with systems and everything else. When those, when that, when the transition happened, it was so seamless. I was like, I'm here. Message me if you need me. Cause I was like, you know, having some little like anxiety about leaving this person I'd worked with for so long and having an invested interest in this business and everything. And I still do. I, I, I love the business and love what she does, but they really didn't need much. I was like, Huh, they don't need me. I guess I did my job well. I was just gonna say that's testimony to what yeah. you did in implementing right? systems into their business. That, yeah, and it. I think I think they hit about five million this year, probably. Wow. Mm -hmm. And and you know that there's a lot to be said for that because um my mentor was very astute, is very astute, mm -hmm. and he would often uh he learned while I was uh, under his tutelage, I, I became his uh, lead trainer for two years and spoke from stage and trained his students. It was awesome. Uh -huh. And he was he never stopped learning. And at one point, yes. he came across uh, this concept of build your company as if you were going to sell it. And there's a book, there's a book built to sell uh, out there as well. And he, he so quickly embraced that concept. He began teaching it the very next week after he learned it from stage. I loved how he just turned things, learn to teach like instantly. But it, it mm -hmm. taught me a lot because if you build your company to sell it, you will, by default, have systems in place or there's yeah. no way you're ever going to sell it. It won't happen. If you don't have yeah. systems in place, good luck because you can't yeah. do a mind meld to the person who's going to buy it because you're the only one that knows yeah. everything's going and on. That, yeah, that's just it, right? I mean, actually, that transcription company, I actually built that. The first company I had online was a transcription company. And 
we had all the systems and everything in place and I sold it to two people. Um, I still own a little piece of it, but um, because that, that world changed a lot, you know, in the, in the last, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a lot different than it was uh, in the early 2000s when we were, we were rocking and rolling. <laughs> I mean, there's another thing. I mean, you're doing transcription and now they have these automation transcription tools that when they first started, they were okay. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and I used them and I actually had, I had apprentices and then VAs go in and mm -hmm. do the correction. Yeah. You know, because it was like exactly. Siri and made all kinds of mistakes. Well, just recently, I mean, you talk about how tools and technology advance. I went back and looked for the first time in months. I mean, I I just don't look because my team takes care of it. I look at it like, oh my god, have you touched this one yet? I go, no. I was like, wow, it's like darn near perfect now. Yeah, I found one that was pretty close. Um, and it does depend on your vernacular and what you are and stuff. But still, it's not. They're not. I mean, because every once in a while. I'll I still have a couple of clients in California, but I they'll throw me some stuff every once in a while and I'll throw it through. But throwing it through a, a, a thing and fixing it doesn't take very long anymore. Right. <laughs> a lot right. different than it was in those days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can imagine sitting there listening to it and transcribing yeah. manually. Ooh. I did that. Yeah, I did that. I have the carpal tunnel to prove it. <laughs> 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 but it's it's so cool because you know all that all that you learned along the way through that journey that you know that kind of effort or that kind of vocation is no longer necessary but you obviously learned how to move on to the next right yeah. so what happened so when you started seeing that transition happening did you freak out or did you go well i've got this other thing brewing i'm just going to step on over here and work more on that what was that transition like for you yeah, so like most entrepreneurs, I got 12 things in my pocket, right? <laughs> so, um, and I had already started helping people with tech. I was doing the, you know, it's like all, you know, it's like one of the big niches that we did a lot of transcription for was the ghostwriting industry. I don't know if you remember in the 2000 to 2010, every celebrity was writing their biography, right? Well, they weren't writing them. They were paying big ghostwriters. Ghostwriters would come in, would, would interview them. Yeah. and ask them specific questions and literally they would block out the chapters we would transcribe it and their book was done and so and and so um and you know and the money flow was very nice at that point right because the way it worked for the for the ghostwriter and for our company so um but they started needing some of them were writing their own books or they needed the tech behind it like how do i put this up here i started getting a lot of questions and one of the big things that kind of made me mad and kind of made me transition was the wordpress was you know wordpress websites were a big thing but people yeah. were charging entrepreneurs five and ten thousand dollars to build a website and then locking them out of it they'd have to pay a thousand dollars to get a blog put up things like that yeah. yeah so that was happening in that those early years and so people would come to me and go i just need to figure out how to put my blog up and i can't i don't know how to use it they gave me these logins but i don't know what to do and Honestly, in the late 90s, I, I, I taught myself how to code in Zoom in Joomla. So I figured I could do WordPress if I could do that. So <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, we've, I just started figuring it out and figuring out plugins and figuring out what worked and how to make things work and stuff like that. Ah. And so a lot of that just started evolving. Good old WordPress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I left that not too long ago, actually, about a year ago completely i had all my websites for wordpress and mm -hmm. i loved the plugins and you know i'd spent those years in time which one works better i'd listen to other people yeah. uh, the thing was was they were so ripe for getting hacked by third yeah. world countries and people yeah. that just do this 24 7 and so yeah. you had to buy plugins to protect your 
website. I'm like, good gosh, this is getting ridiculous. I had more plugins than I had pages on my website. Right? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's what I find too is the hacking. And there's, yeah, yeah, you really have to lock them down. But I always still have lots of clients because the SEO is also very robust in yeah. WordPress. And so it kind of depends on what what business you're in, right? Yeah. And I know I love WordPress because it is very flexible uh, because mm -hmm. you can just plug and play. It's plug in. Yeah. And you get to choose what works best for you and your clients and, and your own business, whatever. Like yeah. one of my favorite all time, Elementor, Elementor Pro. Yeah. WYSIWYG drag and drop. Probably the best website editor I have ever used in my life. Yeah. I mean, I've used a lot. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's very specialized. So you can do just about anything if you know how yeah. to use it. <laughs> yeah, which, which normally would require advanced CSS knowledge, yeah. which. Yeah, that's something no. I never personally dove into. That's what I was like. I did not want to read through layers of code, <laughs> code ever in my life. Oh, no more div tags, please. Never, never. Right. <laughs> and 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 then you know you go and the standards are always changing, and then this this word has been deprecated. You can't use it anymore in your CSS. Now you got to go. Oh, screw. I'm not, I'm no, no thanks. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's. Now I'm getting geeky. That's that's my fault. I know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could talk this world all day long. I, I learned to, I learned to code on a Commodore 64 in the 80s. <laughs> Man, I go back to a Tandy 1000, so pretty close. Oh, I remember the Tandys, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. My first computer was a PDP-11, I think. That's funny. It's a mainframe, big, big monstrous thing that does that's less powerful than our watch. I know. I don't say our phone, but that, that phone's way more. Yeah, yeah. crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm showing my age. So, um, <laughs> I want to get into your business a little bit more before okay. I I let this thing run away because I'm going off into geekland so much uh, that I love. But I wanted to find out more specifically. So you talk about that you talk and help. You talk to and help entrepreneurs and VAs together, it sounds like? Together and separate. Mostly separate, okay. honestly. Oh. I usually I'll talk to entrepreneurs, but some I do help entrepreneurs find their teams and things like that a lot. Um, you know, oh, okay. Together teams. Mostly it's putting the systems in place to get a team because that's where the problems usually are. It's <laughs> getting the, Ooh. getting all their, you know, and early entrepreneurs, they go grab everything for free and just kind of push it all together and kind of make it work and so a lot of it is just streamlining all that and then getting systems in place for what they're doing in their business. And then and then it's easy to grab a team, right, to find a team to help them. And do, do you take them through the interview process, all those things that you would go through for? I have templates for all of that that I have in a toolbox Ooh. that I have. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to bring up your website real quick. I I don't normally do it this early on, but I am unbelievably intrigued by this i love it <laughs> and then let's put up your website itself so yeah. so everyone that's uh not uh, watching if you're just listening on a podcast right now it's services for you.com and so and i always say it's f-o-r-y-o-u because this gener the new generation's always trying to put that four in the u <laughs> the yeah. number in the letter <laughs> i was just about to do that very thing yep and it's it's dash or hyphen either way you like it <laughs> right. services dash for you and it's all english words spelled out and yeah it's not the number four but the word f-o-r it was way before texting was a thing <laughs> and, yeah and it's not just the letter u it's y-o-u <laughs> dot com it's yeah. you know not not any, an emoji or anything like that so yeah services dash for you.com and for those of you watching it's up on the screen now and so 
I just wanted to go over the different things. So let's take it for an entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. So you, you help them to build the systems ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then, then they have the interview questions through templates. Once they bring on a VA, uh, it, I mean, where does your help begin and where does it stop? It kind of depends on the entrepreneur. Um, a lot of times I have a, I actually in the entrepreneur world, I have a toolbox that has trainings every, every month, but it also has a Q and a every month. And I have open office hours every month for entrepreneurs. So like if you're just having a tech problem, you can jump on and say, Hey, how do I fix this? And normally I can fix, we can fix it in that 20 minute, 30 minutes, 20 minutes online. Right. So no worries. And then, um, so yeah, I have a lot of that. We do a lot of, I have a lot of templates. So and I share everything because like, if you can get things into a system, we can get, you can get rocking and rolling. I mean, I think it's the one thing that really gets me is that entrepreneurs a lot of times don't get their stuff out because they get stuck in all of that, that minutia of not getting it out because they don't um, have, they don't even know where to start a lot of times. Right. And so the a template is great because you can just go tweak it for yourself and say, oh, this is what it means when when she says SOP for this, right? Yeah. And that kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, so we do a lot of that. And then on the on the VA side, they get the same, they have the same templates and stuff, and they can work with you to build those SOPs. And that's what I always say is have your, you know, if it's if you're hiring a VA, you can just get them to, you know, if you do it like you said, do give them a video say, here's how you do it, then have them write the SOP for it. Then everybody learns it. Right. And it's done and ready to go for the next person. God, that's exactly. I, I, I say this to other people that I interview, but we were separated at birth. I, I'm, I'm just convinced. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I do. I always say I have my systems build my systems. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's the VAs. Yeah. Right. So, I remember going through all of these VAs that are uh, apprentices back in the day. And mm -hmm. I, I created the first few videos, not a whole bunch of them. Right. Sometimes I would bring up a, they'd say, I want to learn about X, Y, or Z. And I'd say, well, I'm not an expert at that, but I'll go find a good course for you. And that'll be part of your time working with me. And then I want you to figure it out. This is, I want you to act as though you're the owner and start learning about the progression of being an employee up to an owner. I took right. them through the E-Myth process. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, the first two of the three stages and, right. uh, you know, one of them be ready by their time of their 90 days. But yeah, I would just say, look, when you start doing this, even if I gave them the first video, I said, you, before you leave, you're going to be a manager and you are going to record the video to train the next person that's going to replace you. They already know they're being replaced. So there's not a big deal there. Right. And, and I, the beautiful thing about this is I never once, I did it one time, but I never, after that one time ever reviewed their training videos. Do you know why? Because I would ask the, the trainees. The next person, next, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any issues? Did it work? Yes. Good. Yeah. We're done. I, a lot of times I'll send it. Yeah. I'll send it out to my team and say, hey, go do this and tell me what I missed. Because sometimes, <laughs> you know, especially as the owner and the one who does it all the time, it's you have too much in your brain and you like, it's almost like you already know. And so you miss steps. So that's the other reason is a lot of times I have them write the SOPs and not me. I mean, I'm really good at shooting the video of what I'm doing, but sometimes I miss those little things. They're like, oh, you forgot to tell me that part. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I tell them to organize it the way that it suits their their brain because they're the ones working on it day to day. I'm not. And right. who better? And I run stuff by them. I'll, I'll do a marketing piece and say, what do you think of this? What resonates with you? What doesn't? Because they could be a representative of my client base, but they are definitely more a representative of my client base than I am. 
So it gets me out of my own space. And there are so many benefits to having VAs and help. I could go on all night. It's so exciting. The cool thing about VAs is they don't have to be full time, right? So you can have, you, you can, you hire to the expertise that you need, not hire to, because I need this full time. I know you have one that's, that's pretty much full time, but that she probably moved into that role. I mean, I'm sure it didn't. No. So I started her in that role. The the agency is, it's, it's a genius model, but you get a full time VA. They interview you for the, the needs are. That's but right. when you need something outside of that one person's skill set, because nobody has them all, I kind of talked about that in the beginning, right? Uh, like website design or logo design or video editing or other things that your primary may not have the skill set. I mm-hmm. go to the, they assign me a manager, a That's VA right. manager mm-hmm. from their agency. I go to that person. I say, I need somebody that does this. He grabs somebody and drops them in my bucket. And I have two working uh, and yeah. I have not paid a dime extra yet. And I, at one point I had four VAs all working for yeah. my business at the same time. It's, it's actually really genius what they've done in other parts of the world to, to build those kinds of businesses for yeah. their economy and for their things. And they're, I've gotten some wonderful teams that have worked for me over the years um, for different, for different things and stuff for doing that. What? Okay. I want to, um, do you, are, do you have your own VA agency? I want to ask that first. Yes. So okay. I do, but I, um, I hire only, um, United States based, but then I also do sometimes, um, hire teams. If I have big projects and stuff like that going on lately, I haven't had a ton that I need big teams for because I've been kind that. of moving into the mentoring and the, and the, and that kind of role and the strategy role. So are you hiring them on behalf of your clients or for you or for both? Both. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of times I build teams inside. Yeah. Inside the client base now where I used to build the team under me. And now a lot of times I build it with the client, which still means I'm managing them. I mean, it's not, it's not that different except that I can pull myself out of that role. And as I, as someone, as I get someone else trained for my position. I love it. I love it. So what do you say to the entrepreneur that goes, yeah, but Paula, my gosh, United States based, that's like double the cost. Why would I go with that versus somewhere in the Philippines or Pakistan or somewhere else? A lot of times it's because of their, um, their, it depends on what you're hiring them for. So okay. it's, it depends on the, the, what you're hiring for. Honestly, if you're hiring someone to make phone calls and things like that, sometimes, um, sometimes, um, you know, it's like, it's easier, the time zone issues, things like that, the, the getting to know them, you know, that kind of thing. Um, honestly, I go, I have a team in Russia that does a lot of major tech work that I can jump in and grab them if I need them, because we had a huge tech issue for like almost, it lasted almost six months and I could not figure out anyone to fix it. And, but they were the team that finally fixed it, (coughs) that figured it out. And so, but you know, so it's like, it's kind of cool knowing like where the, the hot spots are like social media coming out of the Philippines is amazing. I mean, they, they do video, they do all of that <laughs> video editing. They do. I mean, probably that's where your show, right? Your show probably is coming out of where they're, they're repurposing and doing all the things. And, you know, it's like, I, I have people who, yeah, repurpose all the shows, do all the things, do the video editing, do all of that. And it, yep. and um, honestly, it's a lot cheaper. Right. And, but here in the United States, it's like, there's people who need work too. <laughs> and um, and I just find that 
it's a different level a lot of times um the leadership level of it kind of depends on what you're looking for inside your thing i i honestly have a very small virtual assistant agency i have one who's a general virtual assistant and she does literally the entire back end of almost the, the four companies that i work with um she does all the you know putting in the emails making sure this is you know putting all that stuff in as long as i get it to her we she puts it all in for us and then i have one who's a tech person actually working um and does all the tech and put like you know doing web pages and landing pages and funnels and things like that but then i do have other ones that i pull in when i need it when i need more done my company the companies that i work with right now are pretty or streamlined and organized and stuff. And so last year, we spent the last year putting so much in place in two of the three company, the three big companies that I work with. And and so all the templates and all the things are in place. So I'm really looking forward to this year because that actually means I can step out even a little more. <laughs> there you go. Bring on more companies. <laughs> yeah. And help more people, right? So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that your answer was it depends on what you need uh, What uh, because there is no one answer uh, mm -hmm. for that. Um, no. there's so many things that go into it. There's also not it, it, time zone definitely is one of them. The other is language. You know, can they speak English yeah. and sound like they're from this country if you need them to, like if they're doing phone calls right? or even if they're typing, because mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, yeah. certain cultures leave out the plural form of every English word that is, it should be a plural form, things like right. that. And, and it's cultural too. Like, so, I mean, even if thing. you're looking, yeah, if you're looking at like, Australia and Europe, they're speaking different English than we do in the United States. And so I always have to sit, remind them it's American English. Don't forget to turn that on on your Word documents, right? Or things like that. <laughs> yeah, and, and the English slang. I mean, we have so much of it. Yeah. So I was just talking to a, a mutual friend of ours. I'm not going to name names um, mm -hmm. because it, this person said they used the term, I'm a badass. And the person reacted like, Oh, they knew what <laughs> that word meant, but they didn't realize it was slang me and that meant something good. Talk to me about slang. I live in Nashville. <laughs> I'm in the <laughs> South. <laughs> I, I had a cultural shock when I moved here. I, I still go, what does that even mean to people? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, but it's so important when they are representing your company it, yes. that they understand. And it just, like you said, depends on the roles that you, you need them to fill. And mm -hmm. and then if if it doesn't, you know, if you notice there's an issue there. Uh, one of the greatest things I found, uh, Paula, you probably have done the same. Like when I had apprentices correcting the transcriptions from past shows because they were back in the day when AI wasn't all that great and <laughs> it wasn't perfect. The cool thing by osmosis, because I was one of them talking on the show, they inherently yes. understood my value system, my culture. I mean, yes. they and, and sometimes they would freak my butt out. We'd have the meeting and they would say things exactly the way I would say. I'm like, oh, that was weird. It was right? cool at the same time. But I'm like, I don't like listening to myself or seeing myself on screen after it's over. So that right. was kind of one of those moments like, whoa, what do you? Oh, that was kind of cool. I always called was... my transcription company my daily classroom. Yeah. Because I learned so much when I was doing in the transcription world. And like you said, you learned about people and who they were and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing is what like what we're talking about now, these apprentices, my now VAs, they, they learn so mm -hmm. much yeah from people like you yeah. you know that person after person after person i 
I am the greatest uh, recipient of all these shows because I get to learn from fantastic, phenomenal people like you. And it's, it's like that you can't put a price tag on it. How much money are you making with your show? It's not about monetizing my show. It's about so many other things. One <laughs> of which is I learn a lot and I develop lifelong relationships. So sorry, Paul, I know you, you can't choose your family, but we're now family. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I like my family too, but that's okay. <laughs> they can always add more. There you <laughs> and go. Gonna, and someday we'll be closer. I'll be in California. <laughs> or I, I come to visit California. <laughs> well, I'm going to be heading your way, I think, closer yeah. your way, Florida. So <laughs> there we'll you be go. That way. So, oh, man. I awesome. know. Time is flying. This should not happen. Um, okay. <laughs> so, you said you've been an entrepreneur most of your life. Um, so when you made that transition and you started realizing the difference between the two lives, looking back now, how would you characterize your life as an entrepreneur now versus what it was before you were an entrepreneur? If you could. So it's kind of funny because my break was actually in the middle. And so I um, started off as an entrepreneur. I have a degree in child development and I had three children, got married young and had three children back, back, back. And so my kids are, but I wanted to raise them at home. And so I did a home daycare. And so I've been an entrepreneur for, and I did that for 14 years Ooh. and then um, decided to go out into the center world and start work. And I worked for a corporation for three years. Um, I found out a couple of things. One, I'm not a good employee because I don't follow the, I don't read the handbook. I just do it and ask for permission later. <laughs> um, I like, I don't like the corporate world because there's too many, too many people above that have to say yes before things get done. I like things done faster. <laughs> um, and so that's why I don't follow the rules. I just do it and let them figure it out later. Um, and so I left voluntarily when they, and they were ready. They were probably very happy to have me leave <laughs> um, to get back into the entrepreneur world. Um, and I spent just a little time in the nonprofit world as I was transitioning. And so, but one of it, the reason I did it, I came back into the to the entrepreneur world was because I had that by that time, those three children were teen were late teenagers and early. Well, the one had already gone off to the military. So I had two still at home at that point in time. Maybe I don't remember. Maybe he was still at home. The oldest was still at home, but, um, the, um, I had those kids and I didn't want to leave them home alone <laughs> anymore than I already was. I was already, yeah. It's like teenagers are always a lot of fun. Right. And so I, um, I was like, I got to figure out something. And so I, convince the nonprofit to let me work from home in the early 2000s when no one did that wow. <laughs> um, from my computer because I was only working part-time anyway and I started the transcription side of the company and so um and I and and I was working for someone else I learned that world from someone else and and one day I quit both jobs and gave them both 30-day notices and I said I looked at my daughter who was laying on the couch, she was probably 16, 17 at the time. And I said, well, we're either going to starve and be homeless or we're going to make this happen. I'm going to make this happen because I'm not doing this anymore. I am not an employee. I hate this. And so. You, yeah. mean, you, you didn't enjoy all the meetings? <laughs> meetings, 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 meetings. Oh, that look was, that was it. I don't understand meanings. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get 30 to 40 people in a room, whether it's physical or virtual. One talks, the rest of you are just sitting there going, when is this going to be over? Yeah. And, you know, uh, who was it? Elon Musk had a great quote about meetings that was something to the effect of if you don't have anything to contribute and if you're not getting anything directly from it, then just um, kindly leave. You're doing everybody a favor. 
and they they will love you for it. It was like most corporations won't because they say thou shalt stay in the meeting until it's over. It's yeah, different. I don't think I, believe. Luckily, I was running a daycare center, so I was kind of the <laughs> lead. So I was I didn't have to be on too many meetings. So, but, yeah. and I could put things on speakerphone on the in the corporate world and and mute myself and do my thing. <laughs> I'm like I'm not yeah. good at meetings. Yeah, it's like. Begin yeah. with an outcome in mind if you're going to hold meetings like. Uh, That's with... me. I'm like, I need an agenda and I need logo. <laughs> what are yeah. we doing? Here? Let's do it. So I do a weekly uh, with my primary mm -hmm. VA, and yeah. I, I really don't even do an agenda because the SOPs take care of everything. And I, I have full view of, we use ClickUp at the moment. Yeah. And I can see, and I just go look through and said, You have any issues? Uh, usually it's maybe one or two minor ones. Yeah. And then I will, I do most of it by just updating her. Right. where the company is and what I'm working on next yeah. so that she's in the loop and knows that, you know, this is something I really think you, you could get, you know, dig your teeth into. And I always do this, uh, Paula, tell me if this is ridiculous, but I'd say, is that something you would even be interested in? Because if not, that's cool. Cause I will find somebody else that can, that wants to do it. I want them to want to do it before yeah, I sign it. I always, one of the things I like, one of the things I always ask my VAs when they come on and I always have the entrepreneurs ask, you know, the business owners ask is, um, what, what lights, what will get you out of bed every morning? It's the same as what you asked me at the beginning of the show. What motivates you to get out of bed every morning, right? It's like, what gets you up <laughs> going and fires you up? And I do the same thing with my VAs. I update them on the company and then I say, Hey, this is coming down. Here's what's coming in are you interested in being part of this? Right. Or not, because sometimes they're not and it's okay. You know, I'm like, you're, you, you're a business owner too. You have, you get to make your own rules as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and good about your rules that you have yourself. What is, what do you think of the policy of now and then giving them a piece of, let's say they were deeply involved and had a big part in your bringing on a new client that brought in a sizable amount of money, what is your thought about giving them a percentage of that as a reward? Absolutely. And I do that. Um, I actually have a technology platform and I have one of my VAs helped me develop it and she's actually part owner in that. So she gets a percentage uh, uh, of everything uh, that comes in. So uh, even yeah. better. Yeah. So she has her own invested interest in making it work as well and bringing people in and all of that. So develop a system and make them a part owner. If that is not a bomb dropping moment, yes. I don't know what is. Yeah. I mean, holy smoke. That is genius. And the cool thing is, is I like, I was on the road for a couple months this year because I was being crazy and we're driving all over the country. And so, um, and when I was doing that, she literally was developing stuff and obviously we would be on the phone and I would be driving across Oklahoma right? and, uh, and she would and we'd be talking, OK, what about this and this and this? And she was doing all the work. Basically, she was doing all the development and helping clients and doing all the things. So I love it. You're such a breath of fresh air because you you believe in uh, I guess because you believe in similar things that I do. <laughs> and that is positive reinforcement. Uh, you know, I. I never, oh, okay, I'll ask you this because I don't know. I, I can only guess, but do you ever reprimand or or yell at or say, I'm disappointed in you? Um, does that ever come up in any of your meetings with your, yeah. No, no, but I, I raise kids too. So I mean, probably hundreds of kids, but no, it's like, hey, what can we, how can we work together to make this better, right? It's like, it's it's a win-win. It's always a win-win. You're, you're not, 
you're not going to do anything. It's like, I don't know. That kind Negative of reinforcement does work. not work. No. It doesn't. I've seen it. I've seen it in the corporate world. I saw yeah. a guy who was my friend who had a leadership position. I never saw him in action. We were in different buildings. One day I was in his building. I was getting some stuff. I don't even know what I was doing there, but I could hear him in a meeting in front of everybody. They're all out in this main floor area. And he is just ripping into one person in front of everybody. Yeah. I mean, it was shocking. And my respect for him almost went to zero in a heartbeat. Yeah. I thought, why would you ever need to treat somebody like that? If you're going to do that, then go into the office and close the door. Don't do it in front of their peers. That was horrendous. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, you know, I don't I, even do it behind closed doors. It's like yeah. if you're putting in the effort, look, we're, we are human. We will make mistakes. Yes. I'm, you know, in sports, I'm trying to make a basket. I'm not shooting on purpose to miss, but I do miss probably more than I make, but I'm trying. <laughs> As right. the coach, I'm giving him a pat on the back because you're giving it all you got. Just keep going. Right. Don't not say you idiot, you missed 50 over 50% of your shots. Get do it better. It's like that doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. Uh, people want to work with people that are always lifting and praising yeah. and giving them a little bit of leniency when they make a mistake. Say, like, look, it's okay. You probably won't make that mistake again. And if you do, at least you know. I can tell you most people are harder on themselves than anyone can ever be on them. So yeah. you know, it's like, why not? boost that into hey what can we do right it's 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 also a system that needs to be fixed right it's something that need, that can just hey well how can we efficient make this efficient right what what yeah. what happened that caused the breakdown that you know it's like let's fix it yeah it's like more treat them as a team member and lift exactly. them up and work together i i yeah, i, I literally have them give me opinions and i say look you cannot make me mad i want your honest opinion tell me if you don't like it something i built and they're like, no, I don't want to do that. It's like, I want the honest opinion. And, and I've got my current one to the point where I get the honest opinion from her. And I'm like, thank you. That's what I needed. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, we we can always, like you said, lift our egos up and go, hey, we're awesome. But, you know, someone <laughs> who from the outside is going, really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. Um, but, yeah, just having those conversations like that, right? So is really the well, open communication is the key to all of that. Mm, it's, yeah. You know, and I mean, I used to teach parents too. It's like parents do that with their kids when they're little. And that's a lot of times where you see it in the corporate or in the world is when people are doing that, that's all they know. They don't know anything else, but it's not, it's True. not you against, you know, them against you. It's you guys against, you know, you're, you're going out as a business, as a company, and you want it to all be a group going out. As a united front. Yes. yes. I cannot believe this. So are you good to go another hour? Sure. <laughs> it's been an hour already. Six months. Six months. We'll do it again. I yeah, know. No kidding. But out of respect for everyone watching and listening, um, mm -hmm. I did promise. In fact, there's more than one prize. I, I didn't uh, drop this carrot, but Paula has something for everyone as well. So we're going to announce uh, both here in just a second. And then Paula, I like to end every show with a particular question. If you can hang out for a few more minutes to get to that, I would Absolutely. be, oh, that'd be awesome. So first, everyone that is watching live, watch your screen and be sure to write this down. Don't go there now. You do not have to do this right away. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be monitoring the entries after the show's over. Cool? All right, here we go. Watch mm -hmm. your screen. What you wanna do is write this down. You wanna write down the URL, the website address of RYP, dot i m forward slash vacation 
R-Y-P, which stands for Reach Your Peak, in case that helps, dot I-M, forward slash vacation. And there you can enter to win, and we will pick one lucky winner. We get to do this every week. I just love what I get to do. And then the amazing Paula Allen has something for all of you, and I'll let her explain it away to you. It's, it sounds like a really cool gift. I'm going to put it up on the screen and go ahead and take it away, Paula. So a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs when they ask, they're like, I don't know where to start. I don't even know where to start. So I developed a download that just 20 things where you plenty of places to start and how to get, you know, 20 things that you can outsource and how to get started. And I develop it into five columns. So it's really easy. And there's a little training that goes with it. So it's all there for you. I'm getting ready to pull it up on the screen real fast. I fat fingered one thing. There we go. That should bring it up. So it is services-for-you.com forward slash 20 things. I must be typing something in wrong. Services-for-you.com. It's actually right on. It's right on services-for-you.com too. It's right on the front page. When you pulled okay. it up earlier, it was there. My goodness, Brian, I tell you. I can be trained. That's a good thing. Makes it easy. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm sure it is. Go back one more. All right, you we'll bring it up, up a little while ago. Yeah, I like to give people the visual so that they can uh, mm -hmm. actually navigate there to you it. Go. So see, it's right there in the front. So 20 things you got is outsourced and how to get started. Gosh, there's one that says download today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh-oh, oh. that's what I was getting. Okay, sure. I'll go fix it. I think I, I broke, <laughs> I did a switch on one of my emails last over the weekend and I think I broke some of the things on my site, but I gotta fix them. I'll fix uh, it as soon as the show's over. I'm so glad I've never had these issues myself ever. <laughs> <not with. laughs> you know, I'm the, you know, I'm the cobbler. My stuff is always like, yeah, I'll get to that. And, and I, <laughs> I literally broke it right. And I was running an event on Friday. So I was like, I told oh, yeah. my assistant, I go, I just broke our, my entire site. Can you go fix something? Because <laughs> <laughs> I need some more information. I go, I can't give it to you yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get those updates for software, and I, I, I get them right before the show goes on. I go, should I do it, or is it going right. to blow everything is up? Is it going to mess everything up? So. <laughs> I said, nope, I'll wait till after, because I like right. to keep things yeah. up to date. But again, that, that website is services-4u.com forward slash the number 20 dash things and things make sure it's all lowercase. It so doesn't really matter, services, honestly. It, you know, someone else told me that recently and I went and tested it and it still does matter. The, oh, yeah. The case after the forward slash, anything after the dot com, mm -hmm. it still matters. At least the one I tested. I, I was like, oh, interesting. Even in go high level, huh? What's that? Even in go high level, it does? Yeah, that because those no. are my, that's interesting. Know. Here go high level. I love it. God, I knew that. See, there's something great about you. There's so much great about you. I oh. love go high level. That's that's my that's my automation suite. Yeah. That's my hub. That's everything. Oh, my, oh. That's, I, I mean, you, you mentioned a couple of times the keep it simple, and that is my keep it simple. <laughs> keep it simple, all in one space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make it and easy. <laughs> it's not just all in one space, but it it works. That's the issue. Yeah. I mean, the other one I was talking about but earlier. I broke that. Let's say it's not the platform that's broken. There, it's me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's no, I'm thinking about another, a whole different platform that mm -hmm. they tried to throw in the kitchen sink and they did everything and the kitchen sink. And mm -hmm. that was the problem. They did not have the backing. They didn't have enough, enough developers, let alone support yeah. personnel uh, with high level, which we both apparently mm -hmm. are familiar with. Uh, I interviewed Sean, one of the three co-founders 
Uh, we talked for probably two hours. He said, give me your list of questions. I sent him seven pages of a Word document because I was looking to switch from another one called Active Campaign, and mm -hmm. it was going to be a massive undertaking. Yeah. So it, I had to have the right answers. He gave me all the right answers. He had yeah. you know, over 100 developers worldwide. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. this okay. Keep talking, brother. I, I, I followed the company for like three years before I made the jump because I watch. Right? I'm like, yeah. those, I'm like, and I'm not usually a techno a technology person that says you have to use this. I always say use what works best for you, yeah, which I still here. do. And this one is one that I can get behind for almost anyone. <laughs> Same here. And I, I got to meet all three co-founders at mm -hmm. the Traffic and Conversion Summit oh, in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> and they are awesome. They're just like you and I. They're yeah. they, we just geek out together. They're not like snobby business owners. They're they're so yeah, approachable. They're, they're in the Facebook group talking to people about yeah. whatever all day long. <laughs> and they had like 20 of their staff members with them. They're from all over the place. And wow. I talked to every dang one of them. That's I just hung out with them. I, yeah. I'm not kidding. I, I just hung out with them. I didn't I I didn't care about the rest of the stuff. Anyway, yeah. um this one question, we want to get to it because I know we're going, well, it's not, not too bad. Five minutes over isn't that bad. That's a good sign, actually, because uh, I just want to keep talking to you. Um, this one question I found to be quite by accident, um, just a go-to, very profound question. I mm -hmm. asked it several times back. This has been over three years this show has been running. So in the beginning, I'd ask it here and there. And I started taking note of the answers being very profound. I'm like, wow. Oh, so I said, I'm going to close every show with it because it's a powerful, powerful question. And I know I'm building it up and you're probably going, holy crap, what is it going to be? No, she's I'll done. answer anything. I'm pretty open. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because I always say the cool thing about it is there is no such thing. It doesn't exist as a wrong answer. And it's just the exact opposite. The only correct answer is yours. And that's what makes it so profound. And it's just, it's unique to each individual. So with all that, are you ready? Yep. I knew that you were just going to go, yeah, let's do it. Go. All right, here we go. Paula Allen, how do you define success? That's a great question. So success for me is defined on the fact that I created the life I wanted, um, it, it, and that changes. So success does change for me. It kind of depends on what stage I've been at over the years. Um, but honestly, just loving to get up every morning and doing what I do and still getting to visit my family and travel and do the things that I love and see friends and family and all of that is success for me. Mm. And did not disappoint. You know how that ended. What better way to end it with another bomb run? I love it. You are amazing, Paula. Yes, this is the amazing Paula Allen. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to get in touch with her. If you need any kind of assistance, which all of us do, all of us do, every one of us, if you don't have someone helping you on a team, uh, I'm sure Paula can help you navigate how to make that happen because one of the big, you know, there's so many things holding us back. It could be money. It could be time. It could be all these, if it's time. Oh my God, that's one reason you really need to get the help. And if, even if it's money, because you can then, there are ways, once you have the help, you can use that and leverage to make more money faster. So yeah. definitely reach out to Paula. Paula, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? 
Um, just by email, Paula Allen at services-4u.com um, or right on my website. You can just hit the contact information. Well, easy peasy. So yeah. definitely uh, reach out to her. She's got this nailed. She understands it. And the fact that she has a tech background, that helps immensely, uh, especially when it comes to the systems building, the SOPs, where to put them, how to make them easily accessible, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And there, there's a lot to it, but it doesn't have to be. There does, it doesn't have to be a lot. There doesn't have to be a lot to it for you personally. All you have to do is reach out to Paula and she'll take care of it and show you how to set it up. And you're going to be forever grateful as I am for having put in, gotten help building SOPs and systems. Uh, and yeah, I, so this is my sister, my new sister, Paula Allen, <laughs> separated at birth. I mean, I mean come on. Look I'll at be over at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we have room. Come on over. <laughs> Absolutely. The more the merrier. <laughs> well, plenty of food. It'll be a fun time. We got I got lots of, of grandbabies to kiss. So maybe not this year. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them with you. <laughs> all of ours are grown too. We've lost everybody. They're all over the place. Yeah. But that is it, Paula. You've been amazing. I appreciate you for spending your time with us here tonight. On behalf of the amazing Paula Allen, I'm Thank your host, you. Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. And uh, what I like to say is just two things as we call it a night. Is one is Please, please go out, serve more people and crush it in life for you and for them. And second and most importantly, everyone be blessed. All right. That's it for now. Have a great one. We'll see you again next time. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.